to warn you. You're doomed to stay. Go. Go. Hey yo, Michael and Jason and Chucky, get ready. Heather's moving to Elm Street, kicking it with Freddy. Cause Heather loves horror. What's your favorite scary movie? Hey everybody, this is Heather Loves Horror, and today my special guest is the Dooney, and we're going to speak about horror gaming, and um, here's your chance to introduce yourself, and then when you're ready, we'll get into the gaming talk. Well, hi everyone. Like Heather said, I am, you can call me Dooney only, because that Dooney is my um, Instagram name. But yeah, I'm I'm actually a big horror fan. I'm a big fan of video games because I think it started around when I was pretty young with my first console. My parents bought it was a Sega Genesis back then. So gaming was always a little bit of a part of my life. So I think, yeah, I'm pretty experienced here. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um. So, what what was your favorite video game growing up? What really got you into it? Well, what was my favorite? Well, since I grew up with the Sega, oh, the, the Sega Master System was the first one, and then came the Sega Genesis. But I think my favorites were Sonic 3 and Earthworm Jim, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember playing Earthworm Jim and, of course, Sonic. Yeah, um, Earthworm Jim was so stupid, I loved it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um... What kind of what did you want to talk about today? I'll I'll let you take the lead. <laughs> like. Okay, so you want to talk about horror video games? And yeah, I just wanted to say I have kind of a horror story with a video game I recently bought, but it's not a horror video game. But First off, I only own a base BS4, like the first one that came out in 2013, I think it was. And a PC, but with with very low um, hard drive. So I have 20 gigs free on my PC, so I can't really play the big games here. So I'm one of the sad ones who got to play Cyberpunk 2077 on a a base PS4. (laughs) And it's as bad as everyone says. (laughs) Is it really? Well, I think the game itself would be awesome, I think, but it is not um, in in the state of release for PS4 because there's so many bugs and the frame rate is at best around 20 or 25 maximum frames per second. So it's a bit... uh, uh, We have pretty ugly pop-ins often. And I think I played about four or five hours and I had three big crashes where I had to restart the console manually. And I really didn't get why these crashes occur. Because one crash was when I was in the menu and I was upgrading my character and there are no graphics or something like this playing around. Like you would say, oh, I can understand the PS4 overheating or can't handle the, the sheer immense of graphic power needed. No, I was in the menu and the game crashed. So it's going to be a long ride until it is really playable, I think. Yeah. I think I'll wait to I'll wait for the price to go down or at least for them to finish the bugs before I get it then. 
That's really disappointing. Yeah. I thought maybe I should have bought an extra hard drive for my PC and bought the game there, but <laughs> who would have known? Who can yeah. Have? So this was my recent horror story with video gaming. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound horrific. <laughs> it really is. Um, let's see. What so? What all games do you play that you would like to talk about? Well, basically, I play everything that's interesting. I had this 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 phase when I had I think it was a PS3 where I played almost everything from I don't know Call of Duty to FIFA to the Lego games to indie games, just everything. And yeah. now, nowadays it's just like, well, if it's interesting, maybe I buy it. But Understandable. Yeah. How about you? What is your gaming experience? Um, let's see. So, um, I love, <clears throat> I love the Resident Evil games. Um, I think it's Dark Pictures Anthology. I think that's the name of it. They have a few games. Man of, Man of Medan, Little Hope. Uh, and then one coming out probably in October of next year called House of Ashes. And those are, like, really fun. Um, the first one's, like, um, Man of Medan. And it's, like, a ghost ship. And you well you start out on a regular like boat and you're playing these well no you start out as these one characters who are from back in the day and it kind of like shows you a little bit of their story so if you can try and piece together what's going on and then it it's showing um this brother and sister and then her fiance or boyfriend and their boat captain and then uh, the brother of one of the guys, and though they end up getting their boat seized by these, I guess, pirate-looking kind of people. I, I don't even know if you'd call them pirates. Um, and then they end up going on to this ghost ship, and then from there, it's just, it's, it's like, it's really cool and fun. Um, and then the little hope one, it's like um it starts out where this there's this family and they foster or I don't remember if they foster or if they adopted the children, but um the youngest one, I think her name's Megan, I can't remember, but she is something supernatural is going on about her. And the parents fight about it all the time, the dad drinks all the time and kind of really isn't there like he should be and uh long story short the daughter the youngest child does something to where the house goes up in flames and then from there it shoots to um a bus accident and the people on the bus look a lot like the people from the house just you know slightly altered appearance and so that's where I'm at at the, the point in the game, and I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. But they're really fun. Okay, okay. They sound interesting. I think I never heard of them, so I have to check them out sometime. Yeah, you can play it. Um, you can play it solo. You can play it with friends together, like just alternate controllers. Or you can play it online with people, um, you know, not in the house with you. So I like that it has different options. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. So are you more like this, this... I play horror games as single player or like more multiplayer? Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. Um, are you more like uh, you prefer games playing as a single player or do you more prefer the games in a multiplayer mode? Um, I, 
a lot of I used to play multiplayer with friends all the time, like in Friday the Thirteenth Dead by Daylight. But sometimes um, I don't really have time to sync schedules with people, so I'll go play them solo. But you know, it's still Thirteenth Dead by Daylight is still multiplayer. It's just you know we're not in party chat communicating. So I don't know if you'd consider that multiplayer play or, or solo play. But um, Friday the 13th, you know, when it first came out, that was, like, the most fun I ever had playing a game. And it was all multi... Like, we did multiplayer. We'd have, like, a group of, like, 30 of us who play almost nightly. And we'd have to, like, alternate people or have multiple lobbies, you know, to include everyone. But it was so fun. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I mean, I think I never played Friday. But I played, um, what's it called? Dawn by Daylight? Dead by Daylight? Dead by Daylight, yeah. Dead by Daylight, that I played some some hours. It was pretty fun, especially when you have some friends to play it with. And you can talk, or better, shit talk in, in some, I don't know, Skype, Discord or something. Yeah, totally. Well, I would tell you to go out Friday the 13th, but considering they no longer do updates or anything, it's kind of pointless. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't go buy the game fresh and new. If it was like gifted to you, it would be one thing, but um, now I mostly play as Jason by myself, just trying to get kills to finish my achievements, but I did think it was cool that Diana Prince had backed it and had her picture in the game, you know, because she's so big in the horror community and was responsible for bringing back Joe Bob. And yeah, um, yeah. that was definitely cool. I think I heard about this um, Friday the 13th, let's call it controversy, where they don't can provide any updates because of some legal issues. Because they have they had planned a Jason X DLC or update something like that, yeah. but they couldn't do it because of legal stuff, and this really sucks. Yeah, it definitely does. We had gotten the teaser for the Jason X, and so you know everybody was like excited and ready for it because it's a new Jason to play, and. Um, they finally, from what I understand, they finally, like, finished the legal problems. And so with that last update, like, I was kind of thinking, oh, well, maybe we'll get, the, you know, the Jason X. But, you know, <laughs> it's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah, maybe, maybe in the future when they settle the legal disputes. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I but hope. did you did you like Jason X as a movie or not so much? Um, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite, but I thought the kills in it were pretty cool. Um, there's one, I'm trying to remember the one where he smashed the head against the wall or like threw acid on someone. It's been a while since I watched it. But I mean, I liked it, but it's not one that I watch often. How about you? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have this, this running gag with my podcast co-host, Nicole, uh-huh. where she's, I think she's still very, well, not not call it upset, but yeah, pretty upset with me that I ranked Jason X higher than the original Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I destroy it her little world a little bit there. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. But, but hey, you... I mean, everyone, huh? Hmm? I was just saying, everyone has, you know, such different rankings. It's, it's yeah, fun of course. to see how everyone ranks it. Yeah, we're just uh, poking fun at each other, so every second we can, basically. Podcast yeah, I just wanted to say, I think you know about our podcast and that we, well, do basically shit talk all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's funny. It's it's nice and refreshing. It's a different take on things, and um, I think our both so cool. So, uh, you know, love hearing y'all together. Yeah, yeah. So back to horror video games. What was the first horror video game you played? Can you still remember? Um, Friday the Thirteenth on on the Nintendo <laughs> console. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Yeah, I feel old now. And it was <laughs> I just want to it say was... you're this old. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I age well, thankfully. But um, and that game was so hard. Like I. I don't know how. I don't know how people could like make progress in that game. It was it was too hard for me. Maybe my brain just wasn't developed enough to understand. <laughs> you know, it. I was just like, and I only got to play it like a couple times. Like when I go to my aunt's house, and um, they had a console over there with the game because we didn't have. We had a console, but we didn't have that game. But oh, okay. Yeah. And. I forgot what you said your first horror game was. I remember asking. Yeah, uh, my first was actually a game which is called a classic because it was the first Resident Evil. Sweet. Yeah, but back then it was... I think, I don't know how old I was, but... It was a little bit uh, frustrating because my little underdeveloped brain didn't either know what really to do here. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't I didn't go very far. And I think I skipped the second one. And then there was Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. This was the first one I actually completed. Yeah. Um... Resident Evil 3, the remake, that's the first one that I completed too on, but I only have it completed on the easy mode so far. I, I'm still, um, when I have time, trying to do the other. Because I like how with the remake, it gives you the option to go in at the end after you beat it, and uh, you can shop and buy special weapons. Or, you know, get like infinite ammo kind of guns, which I think is really cool. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I have to look it up, but I, I completed the game on normal and hard, I think. And I, I think there's this one achievement where you play it through in three hours or two hours. And I did this as well. You did the under two hours achievement. That is bad. Uh, that's so awesome. Well, it's it's not so tough if you think about once you complete the game, you have this little um, cheats activated, and with that, it's pretty pretty easy. Yeah. Well, it's um, not easily per se, but it's not as hard as you would expect it. Right, and since you've already been through it, then it makes it easier to honest you too. I'm um, sorry, I didn't understand the word right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was saying, no, I get what you're saying, because after you've played it through once, then you know what to do, you know how to, like, speed your way through, and what to just, you know, what you can look over and stuff like that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So wait a second. I now have the. Um, yeah, I. I just have my achievements up, and I completed the game on veteran. I completed the game with a rank S, and I completed in less than two hours. That's so awesome. Yeah. Even though this movie was this short, I pretty much liked it because it has a very high replayability. So, I, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely fun to replay. Have Have you ever um, 
played Resident Evil Resistance that came along with it? No, I did not play this. I, I don't know why, but I have never played it. Well, if you do like the multiplayer online games, it's really fun. The only thing that sucks is they don't do matchmaking. So if you don't play it often and then you go to play, like I'm a level 35 on it, and it took me a while to get there, like many months ago. And I got tired of playing again the other day, and I was ranked, I was like the mastermind. Um, it was like level 250 or level 150, something outrageous. And I was like, how the hell am I supposed to compete? You know, like, how am I supposed to compete with that? I'm like the lowest ranked person on the game because I don't get to play it all the time. Okay. <laughs> but it's really fun if you ever want to try it. Um, you get to pick different characters like Becca. I mean, not Becca, uh, Jill. Mm-hmm. Then there's other people who aren't in the game that you can choose as characters and then the masterminds are just like Nemesis, Mr. X or they're used as the weapons for the masterminds oh okay yeah maybe sometime I'll try it out uh, let's see about it yeah it's pretty cool <clears throat> it's so um, happy what were you going to say? Um, I just wanted to say, have you played any other Resident Evil games as well? Or only the remake of 3? Um, I have Resident Evil 1 through 7. I've played on... I haven't played the first one yet. Not, not on Xbox. Um, played it I played it many years ago on a different console, but um, I played Resident Evil 2, 3, 4, 5, a little bit, 6, and 7. Oh, okay. Well, I skipped part 4 as well because, I don't know, I never, I never got to play it. And Resident Evil 5 I played a lot because it was such a fun co-op game. So I played a lot with my best buddy back then, and we had so much fun. Resident Evil 6, I think, this is where it started to really suck for me, because it wasn't really Resident Evil anymore, it was more like this this um, third-person shooter. I mean, it already was in 5.2, but a little bit horror would have been nice, and that's what kind of drove me off then but I was so happy when they came up with 7 again because this was something I didn't expect at all and I really liked 7 yeah me too um I'm like you though like I've played Resident Evil 4 well let's see I've got 20% on it I don't know how but (laughs) but um to me it's not it's different um you know it's like in a village which is fun but it's just not my favorite um i do like seven quite a bit what where is that on my freaking thing i like seven quite a bit i'm only 16 percent on that one what but um (laughs) it am i right in so is resident evil 8 the the village is that a continuation of seven or because hmm. I think my son, I'm trying to remember what my son said. It because okay, four like it takes place in a village, so that's kind of confusing. And then seven, I thought that it was supposed to be a continuation of that character. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot the character's name now. <laughs> I don't really know actually if um, Resident Evil 8 is a continuation of something or an its own thing. I just yeah. remember it was announced and I was like, oh, good, nice, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have yeah. you even played this this uh, spin-offs? Like, uh, what's it called? Resident Evil Revelations, I think it was. 
I haven't played that one yet. How about you? I played the second one back then, and it was quite entertaining. It wasn't really? it wasn't the best, but it was okay. See, I'll have to try that. Um, someone else had said had suggested that one, Resident Evil Revelations too. Yeah, but I just haven't. You know, uh, I don't have it yet. Okay. So. Did you play the first Resident Evil Revelations or just the second? Uh, just the second. I know I I don't know if I bought it or if it was in like this PlayStation Plus thingy. But I know I have them both on my PS4, but I only played the second one so far. From what I heard, that was supposed to have been the better of the two, so... Seems like you made the right choice. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> have you ever played like Alien Isolation or anything like that? Oh yes, I think it was. Oh god, this is like forever. I think it was like three or four years ago on Halloween. I did a Halloween stream where mm-hmm. I played. Halloween Isolation. I mean, it was the four days before Halloween. On one day, I played Halloween Isolation. On the other day, I played Until Dawn. Uh. On the third one, I played, I think, Outlast. And on the fourth day, like Halloween itself, I played PT, if you know this one. I don't know that one. Okay, PT is a playable teaser on the PS4 for the cancelled Silent Hills um, game that would have came out, but like I said, it was cancelled. And to be honest, I think it was one of the most terrifying gaming experiences I had so far. It was, cool. it was really good. I'm, you had this this one corridor. This, this game basically had one corridor. You were in an endless loop. And some things changed in this corridor. So sometimes, I don't know, a door was open. Then the door was closed. Sometimes suddenly a ghost stood in front of... There was this little corner you had to go around. And I think it was the, I don't know, sixth or seventh time you passed this corridor. And when you went around the corner, there was this shadowy figure standing in front of you, dimly lit, and it was so terrifying. It was so scary. It was a real horror masterpiece. And it's so fucking sad. Sorry for swearing. <laughs> and <laughs> it's so and it's so sad that they cancelled this game. Yeah. That they, sucks. I they even, they even pulled the, the demo from the store, so you can only play it if someone has it on their PS4 still. And I still have it on my PS4 because I'm not deleting that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it neither. Um, I know how you mentioned Until Dawn. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, well, that's definitely how I got into the Man of Medan uh, Dark Pictures Anthology games I was telling you about. I think that the the developers were the ones who created Until Dawn. Oh, really? And I, yeah, and I'm an Xbox One girl, so we don't get Until Dawn. I was like, that's not fair. Because <laughs> I always hear people talking about how amazing it is. And... um. So I guess this is like Xbox version of that kind of gaming experience. Ah, okay, okay, got it. Well, like in Until Dawn, that is basically reacts to your decisions, who dies or does not die. Because if you make a poor decision, maybe somebody can die and you end up, well, you can all end up all dead. Or you can all survive the night. So it was pretty fun to play the 
multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I'm, I'm guessing if I'm correct and they are the same developers, then don't you get an achievement for completing um, for completing the game with everyone living and then with everyone dying? Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Um, let's see. Um, 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 have you, what do you, did you ever play any of the Silent Hill games? Um, I think I played two and three, but this, this has been ages ago, so <laughs> I can't really remember them. And no, there was a, a remake of it, but I haven't played that one either. I just heard after it was Silent Hill 3, that the quality of horror pretty went down fast because it was not not the psychological horror anymore. It was like, meh, okay. Yeah, it. I have two and three on my console, and it it's like that old gaming experience. And you know, after you get used to playing the kind of games and how the walkthrough is now, it 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 kind of been. Um, a headache trying to go back and play too. It's okay. Cause it's just I don't know. It's different. But um, are you a Mortal Kombat fan? Well, I'm not this ultra hardcore fan, but yeah, I like it. I like it to play here and then. Yeah. I uh, that's one that we grew up playing uh, that I had forgotten about, and uh, we had we have ten on disc and then we have eleven. But I'll like I'll, I'll I get moods for everything. Like I'll play them for like a month or so, and then I'm like okay bored, and switch it up. <laughs> but the DLCs make it fun. But other than that, it's just you know the same repetitive stuff. Oh okay. I just thought, well, I think it's not so much known, but have you played uh, Alone in the Dark games? I have not. I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. Yeah, same here. I only played, uh, what was it? I think it was from um, 2007 when this Alone in the Dark for PS3 came out, and this was like, ah, not this good. <laughs> It was kind of, uh, better not. That sucks. <laughs> I hate when games are disappointments. <laughs> what I really hated were the, what's it called, the Five Nights at Freddy games and the Slenderman games. They were you don't just, like that? They were just so boring for me. <laughs> Um, my kids are all about the Five Nights at Freddy's. I, um, to me, it's, like, hard to, like, get into it because it's, to me, I see it as a kid game, you know. Um, mm. I did try the, oh, let's see. Is it Slim? I'm trying to remember. Where's one thing? Gaming thing. Um... Have Slender is it Slender Man? Oh, Slender the Arrival. Ah, okay, I, yeah. I had that one and I played that one. Played it for like two or three days. I got ten percent of the achievements, and then I was like, okay, bored. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like what I did with the Blair Witch game too. Yeah, I never played that. I want to finish it, but I just haven't yet. I mean, it's pretty cool. I, I don't think I've played enough to really recommend it or not, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I just heard about it, so people said, yeah, it was pretty good. So I thought, yeah, maybe someday I will um, 
I will play it too. Let's see. Yeah. No, but like the, the um, games like Slenderman or Five Nights at Freddy's, I just think it has to do with my movie taste as well, because this constant jump scares I find, I find more annoying than scary. So, yeah, I think that's my main problem with it. Yeah, I get that. It makes sense. Um, a lot of people aren't into jump scares. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, for me, jump scares should be used smart and not um, littered over the movie like, oh, free candy, here, take a jump scare, and five minutes later, here, take a jump scare again. And most of them um, are fake jump scares, like when the dad comes around the corner instead of, like, I don't know, the evil entity. And there's this loud noise, and uh, it's just so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but since you have an Xbox, this means you don't have Bloodborne as well. Yeah, I've, I've never played anything. Uh, what so is that like? Um, well. Bloodborne is from the same company that made the Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Sekiro game. So it is a pretty tough game. But Bloodborne is actually interesting, I think, for horror fans who are into HR Giger, because it seems like the world was inspired by his designs a lot. Yeah. And and there are so many weird, let's call it Giger-esque monsters. So if you're an HR Giger fan and have a PS4, give Bloodborne a try, especially for the aesthetics, for the environment and everything, because it's so awesome. I'm jealous. I feel like I'll get so many more cooler games than we do. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the, the benefit of owning an Xbox is, I think, you can buy your game on PC or Xbox and can play it on both. I did not know that. Uh, makes sense since it's a Microsoft store. Wow, that's, that's an, a revelation to me. So if I ever do decide to do PC gaming... I was like, because I had thought about it before, but I was like, no way am I restarting on video games. I've like, Dead by Daylight alone, I've poured so much money into that game. It's, I don't even want to think about how much I put into it with all the DLCs and stuff. Yeah, I get it. I don't know though if it works for every game, but I heard it works for most games. Still, some are better than none. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, I know we're both excited about Resident Evil, the uh, village. Um, oh, yes. Were you, were you able to get to look at the Axe vs. Evil Dead? I didn't even get to look, look back into it before. <laughs> Oh, I, I, like I said, I didn't even know this was a thing before you mentioned it. Like, oh, yeah, the, let's talk about Ash vs. Evil Dead as well. And I was like, wait, what? There's a video game? Wait, what? Why do why I do, don't know this? This is... what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And I wish I had looked at... go ahead. I just want to say, it was funny because... There's this bloody dis disgusting article from two days ago, which says it's called Evil Dead the Game now. And it's basically like um, Friday 13 and everything, where you have this group of survivors having a task to fulfill, and someone is playing this. Um, wait, what do they call it? Um, this demon, this Kandarian demon who is possessing. 
like deadites and stuff and try to well kill you basically <laughs> yeah that's the one uh i said it wrong i said ash versus evil dead i, I didn't know that somebody could play as the um the demons that's that will make it interesting um I like that they have Kelly as an. I think it's Kelly. It looks like yes. Kelly. Yes, it's Kelly. She's such a badass. I, I love her character. Oh, she was so awesome, yeah. I'm still so devastated about it that they cancelled the show after the third season. I, I just don't get why they did. I felt like it was really well received like it to me it was kind of sprung on me that the series was even coming out and when i found out i was like oh my god and i started watching it and then i don't think we found out that it was being canceled until season three was about to air or had started airing i can't remember i think it was when they aired season three yeah it was just like so shocking it was, it was like, but why? I mean, Bruce Campbell's like all was all into like keeping it going. It seemed like, um, yeah. kind of sad. And you even had um, Lucy Lawless as this this. What's her name? I think Ruby was her name. Yeah, she played Ruby. Wait, was it Ruby? Yeah, I think so. I didn't realize that that was her, but she was a good, um, she was a good little bad lady, I guess you call oh, yes. it. Um, I like seeing the different versions of her, like, <laughs> you know, because sometimes she was kind of nice, and then sometimes she was just, like, straight up not nice. <laughs> but they seem to have so much fun, and the, the audience enjoyed it as well. I never heard anything bad about the show and then they no we cancel it like dude what are you doing devastating was mm. so i think in season was it season two where they go into the woods at the cabin and they run into um two or three characters one of them her name was heather i think it might have been samara weaving playing her or maybe it was someone who looks like her but really? Was, okay. That was like one I really enjoyed that season and I was like, oh my gosh, you get a character with my name and then she dies. <laughs> 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 yeah. Who would have expected this? <laughs> yeah. Did you have a favorite season for that one or for me, I mean for me, it's still the season one, my favorite one, because I did not expect this show at all. And I've always been this huge fan of Evil Dead. So it came with such a surprise. And then I found out that it was actually pretty good and fun and entertaining and bloody. So, yeah, season one is still, because of this, the, my favorite one. Yeah, they're all great. Um, it was really shocking, and it it was great how it started out. I don't know; they just they just really I thought did really well with the whole series, the whole short lived series. Yeah, yeah, totally. I guess that's. I guess the only way to keep it going is through the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's hope this game is as good as um, Dawn Badelet or uh, Dead Badelet uh, or uh, Friday the 13. And let's hope there uh, are no legal legal issues there. <laughs> for real. And I just really hope that when it's released, it doesn't have bug issues like you said Cyberpunk 2077 does because... Um, I don't know if you ever heard about Friday the 13th, but, oh my gosh, it was just like, and Deba Deba Daylight still too, but Friday the 13th had so many glitches and bugs, like, people would, um, like, crouch behind certain spots to where they'd get on top of the building and Jason couldn't get them. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, 
Like, if we were playing with our group of friends and that happened and it was, like, a random person, then we'd be like, hey, like, we'd go team kill for them. (laughs) 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 It's not fair that we're, like, we're doing all the work to try and escape and they just want to hide out on top of a roof and then they'll try and go run to the car when it's ready. Like, no, you hid. We did the work. Like, you you deserve to die. Such an (laughs) asshole thing to say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but i think i saw some of the glitch and bug compilations on youtube from friday the 13th so yeah i know how the game looked like in its um, release state <laughs> yeah yeah but i think it's it's um when you release a game there are gonna be bugs and glitches even if you have the best playtesters you can't really think of everything so i say if the game is fun i'll accept bugs and glitches if they are only occurring occasionally and not all the time then i don't have a problem with that yeah that's a good attitude to have uh i feel the same way i mean i've I played Friday the 13th with all the glitches. Like, it got to 80% completion on the achievements because it was so fun to me that, like, I didn't I didn't care, you know, that there were problems. I was still going to play it. Yeah. So, do we have another game to talk about it? Um... Still trying to think about one, but I don't really know right now. Yeah, I can't really think of any others. Um, Dead by Daylight's probably the one I'm most obsessed with, and then everything else I feel like we talked about that we played that you know one or the other has played, and uh, we mentioned the three games that. We really knew about coming out. Uh, the other one was Cyberpunk, and we covered that. Even though it's not horror, like, Cyberpunk 2077 was still on my list to, like, play, but... Um, well, if you play it, it's probably horror, because it's in such an unstable state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um... I guess, is there anything you wanted to say before we close, or did you want to talk about some horror movies or anything like that? I don't know what kind of time frame you have, and I'm always worried about cutting people off. (laughs) (laughs) But I also don't want y'all to sit on the phone awkwardly and be like, when's this bitch going to be finished? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, don't worry. Um, No, actually... Horror movies, I don't have any horror movies to talk about because, like I said, mostly I talk about horror movies with my lovely podcast co-host, Nicole, <laughs> in our yeah. podcast. So my, my actual um, horror movie energy bar is pretty low <laughs> because I think I used it all for a podcast and I can't really think of a horror movie I watched lately that it's worth mentioning and that's kind of how I am like I it's hard to like talk about talk about it because you know like, I want to save stuff for future episodes um yeah. and again like there hasn't been a lot too great that has come out and I feel like all the things that they said were exceptionally done, I haven't watched yet. <laughs> Which, I've only watched one Christmas horror this year. That is, like, not like me. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I watched, I don't know, seven or eight the last week in preparation for a podcast special. <laughs> so... And there were, and there were someone I did 
didn't knew, like Santa's sleigh. I didn't never watch this one, so it was the first time for me. But it was like, meh, okay. But when you'd be in a rush to go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I just thought about it. Um, did you enjoy Hereditary and or Midsummer? Yes, absolutely. Um, Hereditary's one, like, every time I watch it, like, I don't know why, but, like, the whole end sequence, like, leaves my mind. <laughs> and so, like, when we talk, when I talk about it with anyone, I'm just, I kind of feel like I'm sitting there. Like, it all started because I thought, like, I saw it as um, witches in Hereditary. And some other friends had said, you know, cult-like, which then another friend said, well, it's like a cult of witches. And so when she said that, I was like, okay, well, that makes me feel better. Because when I heard the other people saying um, that it wasn't witches, I was just like, okay, maybe I didn't understand this movie at all. And I kind of, like, wrote it off. And then midsummer, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm completely obsessed with that one um i actually have we i don't know if you know mary graves on instagram but she and i had started a podcast the first episode's supposed to drop tomorrow and it's called may queens oh okay no i did not know this what what are your thoughts on ari aster's work oh i totally love his work because um, it got very clear at Hereditary that he is not one of these other other directors who are like, okay, here's a scary monster, here's a jump scare, and we go from here on. He really tried to make um, slow psychological psychological horror movies, and when they have this, not well. I don't know, jump scare sounds so wrong, but when they have a jump scare scene, it is really, really effective. It's like, it's just, I don't know, Ari Aster has very much potential. And like I said, I absolutely enjoyed and loved Hereditary. I absolutely enjoyed Midsommar as well, even though it was not as good as Hereditary, but I still enjoyed it. Even the, I think, three-hour-long director's cut, I enjoyed as well. And I'm not really sure if Midsommar should count as horror or not, because it was a bit... hmm, It has horror elements to it, yes, but in its base, I don't think it's a real horror movie in this sense. Yeah, Yeah, it's really psychological in a way, and um, I guess, like, the most horror bit of it is the fact that it's a cult, cult cult-like thing, or a commune, whatever you want to call it. Um, I I think really the main part that was horror was just, like, the relationships. Um, oh yes the relationship yes. between Danny and Christian and then um, her being kind of like manipulated by I'm not sure if it's Pell or Pele I can't I can't ever get his name right because I feel I like they say Pelé. it different ways Pele and um, I love his character so much and, and I know like what he's doing is manipulating her you know but mm. I just like the whole time I wanted to see them together. I'm twisted. <laughs> but how, you... would you, hmm? how would you ca- categorize it? Oh, the it's, movie? it's so difficult. I, I really don't know. If I had, I don't know, I would maybe call it a, <laughs> a horror movie light. Like for people who want to get into horror movies but are too scared, too scared to watch it, uh, watch, let's call it, 
real horror movies in quotations they could start with uh, Midsommar and then go to Hereditary and then go to I don't know everything else because I think Midsommar is a great point to um, enter the horror genre if you're a little bit more let's call it sensitive to this topic yeah yeah you're right it's not the elements aren't so overwhelming to someone to where they'd be less apprehensive to watching it. Yeah. But we both agreed that Midsummer is an awesome movie. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Very good, because I know my co-host Nicole is watching now, or listening, and now I can say, ha, did you hear it? Suck it, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't like it. No, she hates this movie. That's <laughs> and, and we always make fun about it because she doesn't like this movie and I like this movie. <laughs> but we are both excited for the next Ariasta movie, which is like, I don't. Is it like four hours long? I think I heard like four hours long. Jesus, that's going to be a ride. Yeah, it definitely will. Did y'all do a podcast episode on on him? No, we basically do like um, the horror movies alphabetically. Right now we yes. finished our horror movies with G. So and now we have a break until next year, and then we start again with H. Well, whenever if y'all ever do an episode on Midsummer. I'm for sure going to have to listen to it because <laughs> I know it's going to be entertaining to hear your two, you two bantering back and forth about it. <laughs> you know what? We, <laughs> If we do a special about Midsummer or Ariasta, we are going to invite you over because I need some backup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be a blast. Be like, but Nicole, this movie's so great. <laughs> and he, yeah. Like, I don't know how we both love Peaky Blinders. I'm I can't believe she does not love Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is one I have to watch because I haven't seen it. I just get some sometimes messages from Nicole like, have you seen Peaky Blinders yet? No. Watch it now. Do it. Yeah, I will do it now. Not now. Later. No, now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm totally on board with her getting you into it. Like I hope <laughs> that you that when you do watch it that you will love it. Um, I was hesitant to watch it for a while, and when I started, I just like got obsessed, and now I'm just. Like, I just love this show. I'm so ready for the sixth season to come out. And it's not just the show itself. It's the music score is just so wonderfully done. Like, any, I mean, like, I'll be watching the movie. I mean, the movie. Be watching the show, and it's just, like, the music that they play along with certain sequences. I've, I have not heard one song yet that I'm like, eh. Like, everyone, I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's just, it's great how well they piece it all together. Oh. And I think it's, like, a late 1920s, early 1930s um, time period. So, like, if you're not into that, then you might not be into it. But um, I'm not, like, too big on movies in, like, that kind of situation. I did, I mean, movies, series. I did like Boardwalk Empire, um, which I feel has a similar vibe, not not exactly, but um, I just think it's really great. <laughs> okay. No, for me, basically, if the show is good, I can enjoy it no matter what time period or whatever. Because, for example, I liked, I mean, it's a little bit different category now but I liked Mindhunter it was such an amazing show on Netflix too bad it only got two seasons yeah I 
kind of enjoyed this fantasy show called um, what's it called Carnival Row, I think, with Orlando Bloom and Cara Delevingne. It is. I haven't heard of that one yet. And what was the other one? Oh yes, and I absolutely enjoy right now uh, his dark materials. The first season was amazing compared to the shitty movie. So I'm really excited to watch the second season once it's available over here. Yeah. Um, Was that for Mindhunter you're still talking about or something different on the second season? Um, No, this was for for, um, um, His Dark Materials is the show called. Okay. I see I haven't heard of that one either. So that's why I was like, wait a minute. Well, his, down. <laughs> um, his, his Dark Materials is basically um, a book series based on three books. I think the first one is the one that got made into a movie called The Golden Compass. And I can't even remember the other two names of the books in English. But I read all the books and they were uh, they were quite entertaining the more like this this from the setting and writing style like this this harry potter kind of style so it's more like about these teenagers and the let's call it adventures they experience mm-hmm. but they i think that's one of the major issues the movie suffered from was they have this huge um oh how do we say this <laughs> this huge argument of science versus religion it's a little bit different told in the show but it's the base of science versus religion and i think many religious people didn't like that how religion is portrayed in the show and the books as well yeah well, I mean, they have to understand that that's the person's adaptation, like how they want it to be portrayed. Yeah, but the, you know, go ahead. I just want to say, I think religion is always a little bit of a touchy subject, so yeah. I agree. <clears throat> I definitely agree on that. Um, so you said you liked Mindhunter. Uh, did you ever see Prodigal Son or Hannibal, the series? No, but I have Hannibal have on Blu-ray lying around somewhere here. I okay. just have to watch it. And I'm saying sorry in advance for this because I have, I think it was seven seasons of Dexter lying around as well and have not watched it yet. Oh man, when you when you do start that I I hope you love it because you know so many people did um I always thought the whole thing was great except for the ending. <laughs> yeah I but, heard about this dude the last season was not well received. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was nice to have that last season that it was just like, what a ripoff. But okay. I feel like early seasons you're you're going to especially love and just like seeing the character development of everyone, um, I think you'll really fancy it. Okay, yeah, I have to watch it. I, I'm excited. Well... I hope you get to watch that soon, or Hannibal. I'm only, like, one, like, not even a full season into Hannibal. But I like what I've seen so far. Oh, okay. Um, well, what What's the name of the, the actor who plays Hannibal? I always forget his name. Um, In the movie or the series? In the, the series. Movie, the series. Um, I don't remember his name, so I'm going to have to... Look it up. I think it's something like Matt Mickelson or something like that. That sounds about right. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Who plays Hannibal? Yeah, Mads 
I can't. I'm probably gonna per, like butcher it. But Mads <laughs> Mikkelsen. Okay. Yeah, just making said, sure we talk about the same series, but yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever you said, I don't know why, but my mind went to uh, Aaron Abrams. The <laughs> okay. He's not Hannibal. Like he's the other dude. Or no, <laughs> I was thinking. No, I don't know who I was thinking about. <laughs> but anyway um is there anything else you wanted to talk about or could you mm. want to close here i can't really think of anything else to talk about do you have any topic you want to talk about no i think i covered everything um I was going to talk more about Dead by Daylight, but I've talked so much about it and I've posted so much about it that, like, I feel like we did a great job touching on different ones, different games that we enjoy, um, you know? Yeah. So, I'm good. My brain's, like, maxed out <laughs> on ideas. <laughs> Okay, then let's give your brain a rest so you are fully charged for the next time when you do a podcast again. Thank you. <laughs> um, it was a pleasure chatting with you. Um, can you, uh, or would you like to tell the viewers how to find you on Instagram or anywhere else that you would want them to find you? Yeah, first of all, it was a pleasure for me as well. It was extremely much fun to talk about, well, firstly gaming and then getting sidetracked a bit and talk about other stuff. <laughs> but yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Um, my name is The Dooney, like T-H-E-D-U-N-Y. Uh, not Y, I, <laughs> sorry. Mm -hmm. And we have this podcast called Don't Blame the Movies, which you can find on YouTube. And its latest episode is always linked in my Instagram profile. And awesome. that's about it from me. <laughs> we are definitely entertaining um, you and Nicole. So hopefully um, people will hear this and go check y'all out. Um, and I definitely enjoyed chatting with you. So thank you. It was really a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was a You're pleasure as well. You're so welcome. Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thank you for making the time for me. Yeah. And I, I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs> I definitely, definitely will. Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, you take care. Yeah, you too. Then let's say bye. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> bye.